0: Well, good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, my church family. I greet you in the name and in the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. For today's daily word, I'd I'd like to actually tie a couple of scriptures together. Uh, We're in Exodus chapter 34 today, but then also we're in John chapter one and would like to share with you a word about seeing and reflecting the glory of God. So we read in Exodus chapter 34, verse 29, it says about Moses, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So Moses is with the Lord. He speaks with the Lord. And and actually from this point, we're going to see that this actually happens routinely. Moses goes in to speak with the Lord. The scripture says that he speaks with the Lord as, as a friend, like face to face. There's this intimacy between Moses and God. And when he, when he departs from speaking with the Lord, his face is radiant. As a matter of fact, he got into the practice of wearing a veil over his face because the, the radiance of God uh, kind of struck fear with uh, the people. Then we read this in John chapter 1, verse 14. So the Word became human, and made his home among us." Another tie-in uh, with the Old Testament here, in the ancient translation of the Old Testament from Hebrew into Greek, that would have been the, the translation of the Bible that uh, the folks in New Testament days would have been reading. The, the same word, tabernacle or tent, is this very same word, uh, dwelt, made his home among us. Uh, this, this is a clear connection between Jesus and the tabernacle, the tent, of, the tent uh, where uh, the presence of God dwelt in the midst of the people, and now with Jesus. And then we'll see Jesus essentially say that He is the temple, that He is this dwelling place of God in the midst of people, this meeting place between people and God. Uh, so, we see this connection here says, he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. So there is this radiance, this glory in Jesus, this this manifestation, this display of the glory of God, because of course, he is God. Now, let's take one step further now in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, we read this, so all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. So there is this, this connection that Paul is making as he's inspired by the Spirit between this veil that you know, the people, they couldn't, they couldn't stand to have that radiance, that glory of God shining on them from the face of Moses. So there was this veil, and, and Paul uses this by analogy to represent this covering over the hearts of folks who don't understand uh, the revelation of the gospel, right? And, and the unveiling, the removing of that veil is when we accept the grace of Jesus, when we accept the gospel, That veil is removed because we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit awakens us and enables us uh, to actually see. There is this sense that is faith. Faith is not just like some people say, like this blind leap into the dark. Faith is actually a, a sense. It's like smell or taste. Our our hearts are awakened to the things of God. So the veil is removed and, and it says we can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. And so it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that we are able... To see Jesus, not with our physical eyes, but with the eyes of our hearts enlightened. We're able to experience the manifest presence of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are able to see the glory of God, to see how good He is, to see His unfailing love and faithfulness, right? We're able to see and experience the goodness, the radiance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we're able to see the glory uh, of God. And and that happens to us in in worship. It happens to us in times we're reading in the scriptures. It happens to us in times of prayer. Uh, And sometimes just out of the blue, God decides to, to touch us with His presence. But then the further question is, are we actually reflecting the glory of God? The scripture says not only can we see, can we see the glory of God, but we can reflect the glory of God. And this is a great question I think in our day uh, for us because there is so much fear, there is so much anger, there's so much unrest in our, in our, our country, in the world. And I believe, and I believe that what is desperately needed is a great spiritual awakening for people to come back to the Lord, for folks to be transformed And and our part in that, we are messengers, we are ambassadors, we represent the kingdom of God, we represent the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we must yearn for this, work toward this, cooperate with God in this, in His remaking us to be more and more like Him so that our lives reflect the glory of God, how good God is. As we read in the book of Titus that our lives would make the gospel attractive in every way. And so may we not just, not just yearn to see the glory of God but to actually reflect it in this world that is in such very desperate need of Him. May it be so in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Uh, I love you, church family, and uh, until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you. Bye-bye.